Hey there, I'm Sarah Rosina, and I'm your host, along with my co-host, Sean Blackshear of What's Your Take Media Podcast. Hey, do you love movies? I know I do. I'm actually like a movie nerd. I'm always bringing up movie lines with my friends, connecting other actors with other actors, and I consider myself kind of like a movie critic. So much so, I decided to create a podcast dedicated to the movies and television shows you and I love. My co-host, Sean, and I will be critiquing new and classic movies and television shows from all over the world. Subscribe today to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Go ahead. Make my day. Hey everyone, welcome to the Lena Chapman podcast. So I would like for you to join my podcast by subscribing, either using Spotify or Apple or wherever you may listen to your podcast. All right, everyone. So today's topic is entrepreneurship, the psychology of entrepreneurship. So I like this topic because I'm an entrepreneur and it's been a full year since I've been a full-time entrepreneur. So I just want to talk to you about my experience and maybe it may help you. So basically I was introduced to entrepreneurship by my father. So my dad started a computer business um, like when I was in sixth grade and he built this computer business and he would uh, build up computers and sell them to companies and things of that nature and it was awesome right and so that's how I got introduced to entrepreneurship and I learned so much from watching him just as a child the long hours he worked him trying everything possible to make the business grow from mistakes he's made to successes he made and oh my goodness was an experience and so as I became an entrepreneur I had um, a business I've had multiple businesses actually so I was always a visionary I can say that so when I was a child I wanted to open up my own babysitting camp and so I wanted to have these little tents and you know I was I think I was about 11 or 12 and I drew out the um, the business plan and what the um, map would look like and things we would do each day and food we would make and things of that nature and oh my goodness it was amazing plan however my mom was like Lena you're just 12 you can't have all those kids in the house and there's no adult supervision so that like broke my little bitty heart right and so then you know as growing up we had um, um, programs like junior achievement and things of that nature in classes where we would have to you know ha- have little projects where we make uh, like restaurants and menus and things of that nature and I always loved to do things like that so one of my first businesses was called Lena So Co or Lena So Company and I wanted to make skirts so I would literally because I was uh I could sew I said okay I'm gonna make skirts I made these African print skirts so I would go around buying all these products and things like that and make sure I had sewing machines and equipment and things of that nature and advertisement and I even got these cute little clothing tags to put in my clothes and I thought I was so cool until I actually started selling stuff and I said you know what I really don't like this I I had to one of the things I had to learn about entrepreneurship is this just because you're good at it doesn't mean that you're supposed to make money off of it that's a hard pill to swallow because everybody thinks that oh you're so good at doing this you're so good at doing that that you're supposed to automatically just go ahead and make money off of it I, 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 not 
true not true at all and that's how I started this whole business um, of Lena so company and I got out of it very quickly because I was like I am done with that and then um, I'm, I was good at braiding hair and then I was like oh I can make money off of braiding hair and I think I did that maybe two or three times with people who I did not know and I braided their hair and then yeah I didn't like that either the long standing up people in my house it's not mm -mm. so there again I learned that just because I was good at something doesn't mean that I'm really perfect at it or good enough to sell it as a product or as a service so again had to let that go and so as I um, climbed into the um, counseling field and I got my license and things of that nature I wanted to go into private practice. And why? Because as a therapist working for a company, you only make so much money. And then you realize that, oh my gosh, this company is making all this money off of me doing this work. And they are getting paid all this money and I'm only getting the bottom of it. So I realized, I said, you know what? It'll be better if I went into business for myself and, and, and did all this for myself. So I began to get the confidence to open up yet again another business. So as I became an entrepreneur part-time and working full-time, um, you know, as business began to pick up and more people wanted to um, get counseling and my name started getting out there, which I think that is so wonderful. And I thank God so much for the opportunity for my name to get out there. Um, I started to think about what my niche was with counseling because I'm just like, you know, I just want to counsel people, but it was more important to me something. And I know that something was God was leading me to the church. Go, go, Lena, go to the church and help set my people free. It was one of the things I heard in 2019 in the beginning of 2019 and even though I was advised to you know not do that um for the reasons that um you know hey you know you're limiting your clientele it's probably not a good job all those different I mean a good thing to do I said if I don't make another dime I gotta do this I have to go to the church and help and do something because the church people are hurting they're suffering it's a lot of stuff going on and we need mental health awareness in the church so against all odds I decided to do it and so as again clientele began to pick up my name began to get out there um, I began to say okay I can actually do this full-time like I can I, I'm getting enough revenue in I'm getting enough clientele in where I can do this full-time and so as I became an entrepreneur I began to learn myself as I became an entrepreneur I began to learn myself I began to realize that I can and that I was determined and I had perseverance and I would truck on through. And those are things that I really didn't realize about myself. And so when we think about entrepreneurship and the stress that comes with it, because obviously, you, yeah, people talk about the money that's coming in, but they don't talk about the taxes. They don't talk about budgeting. They don't talk about debt to income ratio. They don't talk about saving they don't talk about how to run your business. And you definitely don't learn that in grad school about a private practice. All you learn is to do your work and how to do it and how to best support your clients and move on. And that's what we learned. And so it was very difficult. We didn't learn anything about insurance. I mean, we learned that you're supposed to have liability insurance, but that was about it. And so I had to learn these things as I went. 
And I had to learn everything as I just trucked along and I made so many mistakes. And I made so many just like crazy (laughs) mistakes. And one of the things that I learned was that you have to have vision. You have to know where you're going with that and you have to be comfortable and flexible when to know to push forward and to stand still. And it's one lesson that I learned very quickly when to push forward and when to stand still. So what does that look like? When there was an obstacle going your way, when things are just not working out the way you want to, and you're like, should I push forward with this idea? Should I just push it through and see what happens? Or should I stand back and say, maybe not for this appointed time? And so that was one huge lesson that I learned is when to push forward and when to stand still. And when you don't know, it definitely can cost you some costly mistakes. And so that's why it's very important to have a business plan, have a business plan and and restructure your business plan often as your business grows, as you grow, as seasons change, as you change all those different things, you have to know when to shift when to push, when to stand still. You have to know what road to take, what direction to move. You have to know when to go left and right. You have to know when to long suffer and when when you need to cut it off. You have to know so many things. And it was so many hard lessons to learn. And so one of the lessons I learned was saving. So um, during the pandemic of 2020, um, I was still working my full time job, but because I was at home and, you know, everything was kind of crazy. So we really didn't have a plan for what our job job uh, description would look like because I was a home visitor. So I would go into um, people's homes and do um, visits with their children to see if they were on level. And so we didn't really have a plan for that right away. So we were just trying to figure out a plan. So I said, hey, I'm going to grow my business while I wait because I'm going to shift all my clients virtually and then I heard I know I heard God say save all your money don't spend none of it so I began to take all my money and just save it so I saved every nickel and dime that I got from my business and I just saved it up every now and then I would touch it if I needed to for you know emergency purposes like you know we had to get a new garage door I think um on the house and that cost a um you know a pretty penny so we had to you know uh pull from that then but for the most part I literally saved my money I saved as much as I could and then right around May I began to say I want to quit my job now, I said it, but I didn't really mean it. Like, I, I, I could see me quitting, but I didn't know if I was ready to do that. And so I said, well, you know, I am, I'm not touching my money, so that's a good thing. At least I'll have a cushion. And it didn't come real to me until I just talked to my husband about it. And I just said, hey, babe, I really want to quit my job. And he was like, okay, we'll see. And he's like, well, let's, let's, let's look at a plan. And so me, if you have not collaborated or worked with me, let me tell you something. I'm one of those people that have a whole vision in their head and be ready to go for it. My husband, we are such a good balance because he wants to see the facts. He wants to see what it looks like. He wants to see it on paper. He wants to read it and, uh, and and consult with it and process it and I'm like let's go let's do it let's do it now let's go for it right and so he was just like well we'll see and he was like well when do you think you want to quit and I was like I think I want to quit August August of 2020 I wanted to quit and he was like and I was like because that'll complete my four uh my years of uh, four years of working there so I'll, I'll quit then and he goes okay we'll see 
So August, you know, August came and I saved enough money. He was just like, okay, actually I saved over the amount that I was telling him that I wanted to save. And he was like, okay, it's looking pretty good. And he was like, well, when do you think about quitting? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Cause I was scared. And what I realized then was fear set in and I was very terrified, very terrified to be an entrepreneur because I knew that once I quit, that every dime that came in needed to be saved in the business account and needed to make sure that I gave myself enough, a good enough salary so that way we can survive as a family. And that was one thing I've learned was that I don't know where this wisdom came from. And now that I think about it, I know exactly who it came from. And I know you know who I am referring to. But when I tell you wisdom is such a huge thing when we talk about entrepreneurship, it's really listening to the voice of God. Because sometimes you can read every book. Sometimes you can listen to the most successful people. Sometimes you can dot every I, cross every T, and just do everything that you think is right in order to learn. And God will tell you to do something out of the ordinary and it will be blessed and so as I quit when I finally decided to quit in September um we were able to pay the mortgage up for three months and then because that was part of the plan I said let's pay the mortgage up for three months and then we'll continue to pay on it each month so that way if anything were to happen we have at least three months worth of a mortgage again wisdom now where did that wisdom come from I have well not I do know who it came from and we're going to go again we know who it came from and so as I begin to work and things of that nature oh my goodness everything was just booming and I was just excited and so uh, we gave up our office space um me and my business partner gave up our office space because we were like we really don't need it we can save money with that um but in my head I really wanted to move into an office I really wanted to grow the business because I said you know what it's just not enough for me to be a therapist and run the business I want people to I want a team I want a team. Um, I want to get contracts. I want to get grant money. I want to open up a school. I want to do this. I want to do that. And my, I mean, you know, my brain is just going. Pray for my husband because he has to listen to all of this all the time. <laughs> and so in 2021 is when I learned the most about myself as an entrepreneur. I learned so much about myself. That's when it began to shift. It wasn't just an entrepreneur, but I was a visionary, a leader. Now that's two words I don't think I would ever describe myself as, but I kept hearing it. Trailblazer, visionary, leader. And I'm like, me? Like who? Me? No, no, not me. Like I'm, I'm good at what I do, but I'm, I'm not that. And so that scared me for a little bit because when I thought about being a leader or a trailblazer, you know, when it's just me, okay, I can make all the mistakes I want. But when your family, when it has to do with your family, when it has to do with your children, when it has to do with other people who are right behind you, like, yeah, like wherever you go, we're going to go. It's like, oh, so I can stand in rain, but can you stand in rain? You know, I can stand a thunder or storm. Can you stand it? Because, you know, oof. so it was very nerve wracking for me. So we decided to go back in person um, uh, in 2021 and um, grow the business that way. And it was amazing. But as I started off with all this money, the money started dwindling down. The savings start dwindling down, going down, 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 because I started another business in the midst of that. And it was a mistake. <laughs> 
I do believe it was a mistake. You know, um, you hear people say jump on the bandwagon and you jump on there and you're like, oh, I'm going to take this money and I'm going to put it over here and I'm going to do this, this and this. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you. So I started another business and it tore me up and I was so tired all the time. I was trying to force my way through, push my way through. And at some point, I literally have to tell myself enough, enough is enough. Like this isn't something you're going to force your way through. You have to let it go. It was a hard decision for me to make because I literally wasted so much money doing it, even though, um, again, um, so it was a trucking business. So I, I wasted so much money doing it. And even though the company made money, the expenses to run the company, we just could not afford on what we put into it. And yeah, like again, like if we, you know, planned it out a little different, it probably could work, but it was definitely for not for right now. But in the midst of that, being an entrepreneur and I had to stop. Um, I helped someone else start their business, their trucking business. I helped them, you know, get things together for that. And they are they are very successful. And one thing I had to realize is that, and I, I could not understand that, like, how could I start something? And the person who was driving for us is now owning their own business and it went so smoothly for them. And I'm like, not, it's just not going smoothly for me. And, um, I could not realize, I couldn't understand why, like, why was this happening? And it was literally like, sometimes you may start something just to help someone else. And then it's your time is up. It's up for that point in time. So learn my lesson there. And again, as the money dwindled down, I had to make a huge business decision to stay with the business that I was with or to venture off and do what God has told me to do about Christian counseling. So I went on and did it. I ventured off after many tears and many back and forth and many just business meetings and things like that. I had to move forward and um, with my uh, business. And so I moved forward with very little money in the account and I still had to pay myself. So if I start to pay myself, that means that I was almost in a negative if I would have paid myself at that moment with an intern. And I'm like, what in the world am I doing? And then at that moment, because I was obedient to do what God had told me to do, God had blessed me so tremendously. And I was so happy. I was like, thank you, Lord. But I was fearful. And this is where the psychology of it comes from when when we talk about entrepreneurship is that sometimes when you're afraid that bad things always happen, no matter if you have something good, bad is always waiting to happen. It makes you fearful of moving forward. It makes you fearful of trying to do new things and try new adventures and try new ideas because you're always worried about when that rug gets pulled from under you. You're always worried about things happening where it's going to take everything away from you. And so I dealt with that. I dealt with that, that this is too good to be true and it's going to end. I would think that and I'm like, well, why would it end? So I had to talk to myself, why would it end? Why would this happen? You know, why can't you have nice things, Lena? Like, what's wrong with that? And I, and I battled with that for so long. And so in the midst of that, I ended up getting my dream car. And I was so excited about that. I got my dream car. And so got this huge contract, ended up hiring some people and just moving along. And some things happened with that. So remember, as the song says, more money, more problems. So when you get more money, there's more things you have to deal with. Just because you're blessed does not mean that it's going to come easily. 
And I'm not saying that it's not going to cause, you know, it's going to cause you to think. It's going to stretch you in ways where you haven't been stretched. And it's going to teach you some things. And so when we talk about more money and more problems, it's not so much that uh, everything is a problem, but you have to really pay attention to what's going on because, okay, you get a big contract and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm making all this money. But now you have to figure out how to save, how to budget all this money because you don't go put it all in your pocket. You have to think clearly. Now, remember, when you have a poverty mindset, you think when you get all this money that you have the opportunity to just blow it because it's always going to come around. And I had to experience that was that not that I was blowing the money, but I had to realize that, oh, when you you not only need to save money, but you also need to have a saved payroll as well. What does that mean? So I save money have money in a savings account and then I have money or saved away for two payrolls for my team members why is this important because what happens what will happen if the contract didn't come through that month if anything happened where that money did not come through you have to think about those things and so that's what I had to think about is what if that money didn't come through and so I had to learn those different things about you know money and budgeting and so I had to get out of that poverty mindset, that poverty mindset that you get money, you blow it. And so um, now that I'm sitting here and, you know, I'm excited about what God is going to be doing this year. I'm excited about all those different things. I look back and go, man, have I grown? Man, have I learned so much about myself mentally, physically, emotionally? I've learned the mistakes that I've made. I've learned, um, you know, to be careful who you partner with as far as any type of business adventure. It doesn't have to be a business partner, but it could be a collaboration. Any type of collaboration, be careful who you partner with. Make sure they treat your baby like it's your, their baby. Make sure that who, whoever you assign to do a job, to do, to do something, that they do it. Because that's all a part of being an entrepreneur. And I think it's so important that we think about these things when we talk about the psychology of entrepreneurship is that it stresses you out because, oh my goodness, have I had some sleepless nights where I couldn't sleep, um, where I had to just do it myself, where I had to delegate, where I had to learn to step back, where I need to, uh, and I learned when to speak up, when I need to learn, uh, when I had to learn to wait on God, when I learned, had to learn to be patient to be long suffering I had to learn so many things and I learned so much about myself in this season and definitely patience is a virtue (laughs) that is a huge thing I had to learn so that's a little bit about entrepreneurship from my point of view and let me tell you something it is one of the most stressful but rewarding opportunities I have ever taken and I'm so happy and I actually thank my husband Jerome Chapman so much for having my back through this whole uh, this whole experience because I know it wasn't easy for him to say what you want to quit your job and do what you know this is the most money you have ever made you know in your life and you talking about something you want to leave your job what is that uh, what I know he, all those things were going through his head and I thank him so much for giving me this opportunity to do that to, for for us collaborating and for him to trust me through this and I thank him for being that support for me so babe I I love you thank you and I also completely thank God I thank him for choosing me to entrusting me with the assignment to be a therapist it's not an easy job Um, sometimes you do take people's stuff home 
Sometimes things worry you about people. Sometimes you cry because you you really think like, am I really called to do this? Am I can am I equipped to do this? Do I have the 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 mind space to do this? Am I am I capable? I, I question myself. I question myself. It's hard. It's hard. Some days I really question myself. But even through the questions, I get up and I love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. So you guys keep me in your prayers because, you know, when you're called, you're chosen and, and, and you're walking in that purpose, the devil wants to tear you down. So you guys keep me in your prayers. Um, and, and whenever you're praying and you're thinking and like, who else should I pray for? You know, just say, uh, Lena Chapman. <laughs> I will really appreciate it. So you guys have an amazing day. And thank you for joining me today with the psychology of entrepreneurship entrepreneurship and if you loved this podcast i would like for you to go um to spotify or apple or wherever you may listen to podcasts and click the subscribe button and go ahead and subscribe so you can hear more content that i have because listen it's only going to get better from here it's only going to get better okay so go ahead and subscribe you guys have a good day